eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast on a Thursday. We got Thursday night football tonight, and I got Al Dukes for you right now. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. What's up, uh, Jerry? I was watching a uh, a documentary. Let me think. Let me see what you think about this one. Um, it was, it's called uh, Voyeur. Okay. And it's on Netflix. I know you're always interested in Netflix things. Yes, I need to start downloading some stuff. Yeah, it's it's a uh, documentary about a guy who bought a motel. Okay. For the purpose of, well, he was running the hotel, but mainly he purposely bought the hotel, uh, then outfitted it so that he could uh, walk across the attic of all of them and spy on the people in the hotel through the vents. You're kidding me. In the ceiling. And he kept very detailed typewritten notes about what he saw every night. Really? And then... Is he in jail? He's not. He sold the motel in the in the late '90s. Then uh, reached out to this uh, writer for uh, for the New Yorker. Uh, this guy's 78 right now. The writer he reached out to is 80, and he said, uh, "You know, I did this. I kept all these notes before I die. I want someone to know I did this. I'm, I just want to share my experiences." Oh my God. So they're putting out this documentary. I'm only halfway through it. And so, what do they do? Do they just discuss it, or do they recreate scenes? Uh, they, uh, there is a recreation of scenes like while they're discussing it. And there must be some wild beyond, you know, kinky stuff. There's gotta be just some brutal stuff. That they yeah. I see. think the guy witnessed the murder once. Oh boy. Uh, very interesting. It's called Voyeur. It's on Netflix. If you're a Netflix person. What was the, so far, what's been the most intriguing thing that you've seen that keeps you coming back? Uh, the most intriguing thing is how is the notes he took every night and really described to the people and what he saw. And the what he said was the hours and hours and hours of nothingness going on. Um, and the fact that the writer actually brought this up, because this guy's been married twice. Right. He said, you actually found two women 
who were okay with this. Oh, they knew. They knew. Yeah. Wow. You could go to jail for that, can't you? I would think so. Yeah. But he would like really describe the people, including the men. Oh my god. He'd say, a a muscular tan man of about twenty eight came in this evening with a beautiful red-headed woman about 23 years old they began to engage in foreplay yeah like detailed jerry really yeah that's freaky you never know when you go to these uh motel hotel holiday inns jerry what uh, well Why not are you holiday, calling inn. holiday inn i was doing the lyric to that song they have a very nice place my mistake these are how about this cd hotels yes that's motels fine. i agree with that I, i'm not a big motel guy i like a hotel Okay. Like a motel, you can get to from like you pull up and you go right into your room. Right. I like when you have to go through a lobby. And you got to go to the elevator. Yeah. Yes. My dad and I, one time, we were uh, driving me to Indiana State for the semester Mm -hmm. in my pickup truck. And I had all of my belongings in my pickup truck. And uh, we were not going to drive straight through. It was 14 hours. That was too much for either of us to be in the car. Uh, and he wanted to stop at a Motel 6. They'll leave the light on. Because his theory was, we're going to have to empty the pickup truck. Because it wasn't a truck, it was right. a pickup truck. All right. my stuff was in the back. So he thought, if we can back right up to the hotel door, that's the best way to well, do that it. that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense, but I'm not a Motel fan. I said, I can do just as much emptying if I get the uh, the cart, the, the luggage cart from like a uh, Marriott. True, if you can fit it all in on one one shot. He won that argument. We backed it right up uh, into the Motel 6. Yeah. But we were probably being spied on. You might have been. Not Motel 6, Jerry. They don't do that. I would think this those was, notes were quite boring that this night. This was... <laughs> uh, two a gentlemen came in. Uh, one guy appears to be balding in the beginning starting. And he's uh, eating a plain turkey sandwich and watching sports. All right, what do I have here, Jerry? Did you see the flight? Yes. The oh, that's Delta my flight. first. Jerry, it's my first story. All right, story think right I'm here. sorry. We're on the same wavelength. Okay, perfect. Jerry, a Boeing 757, Delta Airlines, where my dad worked for uh, almost 40 years. A uh, Delta flight from New York City to Seattle. That's a long flight. Yeah. Uh, we're forced to make an unscheduled stop because the bathrooms in the airplane... Uh, went bad, Jerry. This is actually a horrendous story, yeah. to be quite honest. The bathrooms in the airplane were no good, and the, the passengers couldn't hold their urine any longer. Yeah, this, and so they had to actually make an emergency landing or go back? What they, was it? They made an emergency landing. Where? Let's see, Jerry. Can you get to that part of the story? Mm-hmm. Jerry, you speak amongst yourself. So they I'm make gonna... an emergency landing yeah. because someone didn't do their job, basically, right. and empty out the damn toilets. Yes. It's only a seven-hour flight. Why would that be important? Uh, Billings Logan International, they were stopping. So Billings, Montana. Oh, Billings, Montana. That's it, So yes. they almost made it. Yes. Well, look at it this way. They can scratch off another state off their list of places they've been. Yeah, they found uh, no gate available when they landed there. A rolling staircase was used to allow flyers in need to deplane quickly and find relief of built-up pressure, you know says the, the worst, Delta report. The worst part of that is if you didn't know you're probably okay, you'll figure it out. Right. Once they tell you that there's no bathroom available, you're dead. Yes. I would not be able to hold it on a flight like that. I've made it. You have. when yeah. you've. It's a lot of pressure like when you are on a flight. And you have to pee if you're not on the end on the aisle. 
if yeah. you're not on the aisles. So. I agree. Depends on who you're with. If you're by yourself and you don't know the people, I agree. Right. True. We did the one time, I told you, on one of these trips, uh, Gina and I were going to Arizona, and we were in a three-person row, and it was me, Gina, and some rando guy. Well, of course, rando guy got the aisle seat. So I took the window seat. Gina sat in the middle. Gina had read and decided that you need to, um, uh, what do you call it, hydrate when you fly. Yes. So she drank so many waters, Jerry, before we got there. This poor fella on the end. She must have gone to the bathroom five times. Yeah. And he was some sort of uh, college athlete because he was uh, flying there for right. something with school. Right. My guess is he wanted to get a little rest on a six-hour flight. He didn't get much. No. And he was so polite. She half kept... hour here, half hour there. Yeah. Again, all right. Right. And I said to him, my apologies. Yeah. Next time, get the aisle, Al. At first, I thought, do I pretend not to know her? Because then I can complain to this guy, like... <laughs> Shut your eyes and go to sleep. What's with this chick getting up constantly? <laughs> uh, UPS Jerry warns that Christmas packages may be delayed this week. Okay. It's a good thing Christmas isn't this week. Uh, exactly. Delivery company said that a small percentage of packages are being delivered one to two days late because of Cyber Week backlogs of orders. I'm honestly stunned yeah. how all these packages actually do get delivered close to on time. Yeah. It's now, an amazing amount. Now, I had a, a place to Christmas order that I was sending directly to my mom's house. Right. Uh, that I did this through Amazon. And I got a uh, a note from Amazon that referenced two of my items. And it said, it said, the drivers lost your items. They will not be delivered. That's it. But my, my mom got them. So she got them. So that's all good then. My guess is it's so hard to keep track of all these like rogue delivery people that right. Amazon has this time of year, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Yep. Like it's not just um, UPS trucks, just random people in random neighborhoods. That's how many deliveries have to be made. Are delivering. Yeah, it's pretty good actually. Boomer's brought me a Jose Cuervo, Jerry. I don't know if you see this. Well, by the way, you still have my bottle. Oh, yeah. They're in my trunk. Nice. Does that car move? My car? Yeah. It hasn't. I mean, I saw you dusted it off on Monday. That was kind of cool. It hasn't moved, Jerry. Well, it's kind of neat. All right. And then this I don't this I don't care for. Last story. Last story, Jerry, because uh, Boomer's got to use this studio. Yes. Let me get this back. Jerry, last story here. Anal bleaching is up 23%. What does that even mean? As women feel pressure to look like porn stars. What okay. does what mean exactly? What you just said. I'm not going A to say A new study? It. You said it. Anal bleaching is up 23%. What does it mean? Well, uh, unfortunately, the world of pornographies made it so that we see up close and personal every piece of a human being these days. And there's some pressure nowadays to make that area more pleasant looking. And they there's a bleaching situation that goes on down there. Okay. I'm saying it's up 23%. And what is it again? What's it called? It's called anal bleaching, which is very strange, which I would never do. But if you want to know, Jerry, up 23%. So it's enough with that. We're seeing too much. I just wanted you to say it again as Boomer walked into the studio. We're seeing too much on films and the internet. You're the internet. seeing too much because you knew what it was. You know how they had this thing, like you've heard this thing, Jerry, called uh, net neutrality with the yeah, internet okay. where sure. they're trying to like... yes. 
I'm for it now because we are seeing that's too a little much, much right? This, that's uh, crossed over. Yes, that's crossed the line. Yes, that's too much. I, th- I think we got to go on that. All right, Jerry, the warm up show is next. Lord. I remember it being really good today. Not better than anal bleaching stories, but pretty good. See you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, very good morning to you. It is a Thursday, and this portion is sponsored by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Hi, Al Dukes. Uh, so Steve Spagnola yeah. had his uh, first practice with the Giants as uh, interim head coach. That's life! Yeah, this might have been one of the dumbest moves you can do that? to start off uh, your new coaching albeit interim position. You didn't like that choice? That he blasted Frank Sinatra, that's life. Very relatable to 22-year-old NFLers. Maybe he'll go with my way. I mean, come on. What's the problem? Like, go find a top 40 radio station and rip their playlist and play something from there. I I think he was aware (laughs) that the players wouldn't know. I mean, at least some of them wouldn't know what that was enough with the Frank Sinatra everywhere of Frank. He, we know three songs of his and it's uh, that's live and New York. Yeah. It's like the Yankees play. That's three, three. Exactly. Right. You know, the Yankees play that after every game. I'm just saying, I'll say eight. If you're trying to be relatable to the players, in the NFL in right. 2017, you can't drop a Frank Sinatra tune. He's got the job for four weeks. At least he's going to have fun while he's doing it. I'd play from a man who wants to get into the 55 and older community as soon as possible. Yes, but I'm not. I'm not trying <laughs> he's to relate. On the waiting list already, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I would have like played some Jay Z or something, Jerry. You know, something very hip. I remember when I was covering the Jets. They were. I'm trying to think who the where the rapper was. Just watching Eric Mangini walk around. You know. Moving and shaking to the music. Trying to act cool. Yeah, I for Wiz Khalifa. No. Wiz Khalifa? No, he was not I around think that back was, then. No, it wasn't him. You're probably thinking of MC Hammer back no, when you covered the MC Jets. Hammer. This was not 1991, Al. This was oh. 2007. Okay. But anyway. Continue. Yeah, so he did that. Then he cut the music off. No music at practice. No music. And he told them, um, no creative attire at practice. I guess with McAdoo, you could wear whatever you want. Here, everyone's going to be wearing blue and gray. Got it. Kind of like me and you, how we're in just gray and black yes, today. Yes, we're in grays we today. We discussed that. Uh, Spags wants all the Giants to look alike at practice. All right. Uh, one of the reporters uh, ran up to uh, Dominique Rogers Cromartie, asked him about this, about not being able to be creative at work. And uh, he, this is a quote from DRC. Spag said, we get one day as a swag day. So I ain't tripping. So then everybody's good. I think that uh, means he's happy, Jerry. Have you ever been tripping? Uh, on a swag day? No, yeah, you know, a work day. No, you know, we yes, don't have, have a dress code here. No, but you've you've been tripping with calls. Oh, you, always, you have your days in the control room. I'm always tripping with calls, Jerry. We're very flexible with our swag days. Here. Yeah, like here, you can wear whatever you want. If Mark Chernoff came in one day and say, everyone, uh, we're going to be wearing uh, uh, WFAN uh, to- uh, polos every right. day. But good news, Jerry, uh, one uh, one day a week is swag day, so don't be tripping. You might be happy about that. Kind of like that. the dress-down day. Yeah, dress-down day. private schools. Yes. Oh, Friday's dress-down day. Or some businesses have, like, if you donate to breast cancer Casual this Friday, Friday, you could wear jeans. Oh, okay. That is true. That's I would true. like to wear jeans. A lot of places on Fridays do that casual Friday. Yeah, casual Friday. 
No suits required. Which doesn't mean you could wear, like, ripped jeans like you wore the other day. Did you ever see yourself in a job where you'd have to put a suit on every day? No. Me neither. Yeah. That was something I watched my dad do for years, and I remember thinking, God, that looks like that sucks. I did have to wear a shirt and tie when I worked at drug fair, but I went with a thin leather. You had to wear a shirt and tie at drug fair as an 18-year-old? I was 16, but yes. 16. I chose a thin leather tie as my way to show my swag. That was really in, huh? Back in the 80s. Wow. Acid uh, wash jeans. Yep. Skinny jeans. And skinny jeans. But you as weren't well. skinny back then. Oh, like I was, you are now. I was thin, Jerry. You are? Uh huh. So when did the full bag of potato chips come in for lunch? Uh, when I started in uh, Astoria here with the, the show in 2007, I used to, uh, when I would eat my um, lunch, I would get like a steak sandwich and uh, a bag of chips, but a real bag. Like a real big, Legit. normal bag, not yeah. a snack bag. Not a snack bag. How many days would it take for you to eat that bag I'd, of chips? Two, ba- two days. So two I'd go through a couple in- bags. Wow. Think yeah. of all that fat that you used to put down your throat every yeah. day. Yeah, that's gone, though. And now it's salmon and baked potatoes. Skinny jeans. <laughs> uh, the Jets are playing in Denver this week, Jerry. And I hate this, that this comes up every time a team plays in Denver, which is how are you going to deal with the breathing? Well, the Broncos play there every week. How do they deal with the breathing? <laughs> well, they're used to it. In the nose, out the mouth. And yet they can't win a game. So the Broncos? They don't deal with it well. <laughs> and if it's so bad, why would it, Why would you ever be be traded to Denver? Because the team trades you to Denver. Yeah, and then you'd be like, I can't go there. I can't possibly breathe their air. I'm sure there are certain people that have health issues. Most are fine. Yeah, the, the Jets are like, we're going to get there early, and we're going to walk around breathing and see who's got a problem. This is right up your alley. <laughs> if I didn't want to play that. Excuse. And first of all, if you if I was a player and you put, if you didn't tell me, Hey, listen, when you go to Denver, you're not going to be able to breathe the same way because of whatever is going on with the air there. If you didn't tell me that, I, I probably wouldn't even notice. But now you tell me that, I get there. I'd be at a plane going, this don't feel right. <laughs> well, that's you. This would be you after you lost the game. Yeah. You get up to the locker, to the microphone. Yes. What I couldn't breathe. What do you want me to do? I, you go out there and try and play with no oxygen. Yeah, I was huffing and puffing out there. I'll right. be honest. If this game were at MetLife Stadium, we win this one. <laughs> right. But here in Denver, no, I can't even breathe. There's you not enough such air. such a throw under the bus guy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would be terrible. as a. I blame uh, it on the coach. Which is the funny thing now, like because we see Ben McAdoo getting replaced, that he got tossed, uh, Jerry Reese gets tossed, Joe Girardi gets tossed, Aaron Boone gets hired. In the when you get fired or hired, everyone says all awesome things. Right, you'd be the complete. Op- we're two and ten because the coach sucked. He yeah. just got fired, so clearly we're right. Yeah, like if I was Spags, he'd be like, "Yeah, McAdoo, don't know what he was doing. <laughs> we are two and ten now. I've got to inherit this. I've got a four game season. Yeah." My goal is three and one. Yeah, I'd like to go three and one. We're not going to win every game, but <laughs> well, there's only four that. left. Don't say that. And Josh McCown's going to be the Jets uh, quarterback the rest McCown, of the year. McCown, McCown, yeah. McCown. Which, as the newspapers pointed out today, Jerry, that makes two full seasons where Hackenberg hasn't taken a real snap. Yeah. And then, clearly, Bryce Petty's done. I would guess so. He can't get on the field. Hackenberg, I guess we don't have to see what they've got. I'd like to see what they could do in that Denver air this weekend. Well, maybe they they'll could get, get a shot in. in the fourth quarter if McCown can't breathe. All right. You never know. And then, Jerry, a gentleman named Ron Meyer passed away. Yeah. I bring up his name because in 1982, and we used to see this on every, like... NFL films. NFL films, NFL yeah. Follies. Uh, in 1982, uh, Patriots, Dolphins... In the snow in Foxborough, or wherever they were playing back then, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, offered fans 
$10 and a free ticket if they would come and shovel the stadium. Uh, and at a 0-0 game before Ron Meyer was going to trot out his kicker, uh, he sent the snowplow out there, yeah, Jerry. To clear the path. And beat Eddie's Dolphins 3 to nothing. He's dead. Yeah. Ron Meyer's passed. But where do you want to go with this? Poor guy passed away. I'd like to see a snowblower as, <laughs> as part of the uh, think about how the game procession. Is, but think about how the game has changed. Thing. Yeah, uh, that would imagine if that happened today. No the calls to FAN. They brought a snowblower. Out. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> you can't do anything now. Now they they pause games for three hours because yes. there's thunder in the area, which is fine because that means there's lightning behind. Okay, but back then they're playing in blizzard. They're playing anything. Let's get the plow to yeah. go across the field. Yeah, Ron Meyer's like, I'm going to send my kicking team out. Could you get the plow out there? Don Shula <laughs> must have been like, what is going on? Where are That's the refs? Right. Don Shula saw saturate the field on the Jets the year before that. You think he watered the field down? What goes around comes around. Is that right? Never know. He was uh, said to have watered the field yeah, down? He just didn't have the tarp put on. Right. Well, but in a both, monsoon. Right, but in that case, they're both playing in the... It was the mud bowl. They're yes, both playing I, in the yeah, same conditions. Yeah. Ron Meyer had a had a guy on the side, a snowplow guy. No, Fugazi. That was Fugazi. Fugazi. And then the guy, boop, right down the middle, field goal, 3 nothing. Goodbye. This portion sponsored by Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Braving, braving the holiday crowds at parties and, ma- and malls can also mean you're braving germs. Be sure to have the Exogen Temporal Scanner at home to make sure you avoid getting a cold or the flu. I hate germs. You might want to clean yourself after an exam one day. Jesus. We have more to do, including Boomer at the top of the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, this portion is sponsored by your neighborhood ace. Of course, Aaron Boone was introduced as the next manager of the Yankees yesterday. A win for the Knicks last night. This portion sponsored by your neighborhood ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks this christmas wrap it in red at your local ace with gifts from brands like weber craftsman dewalt traeger yeti and more only at ace the helpful place jerry yesterday we did a story about uh jags uh coach uh, doug marone loving baloney yeah man how about this yeah you, you were right yeah they they sent over 350 pounds of baloney logs 10 logs no 100 logs of three and a half pounds each yeah and of course the jaguars don't know what to do with 350 pounds of baloney right. so they donated it to the local food banks well that's very nice of yes them. so there'll be plenty of baloney jerry to go around in jacksonville well, that's a good thing did you see what happened in seattle with the so the seahawks are playing the jaguars did you see the pete carroll press conference clip uh with baloney jerry uh they did not mention baloney okay Reporters asking Pete Carroll, he goes, "What do you think about what 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 Gus has done in Jacksonville?" Oh, to where Pete Carroll goes, "I'm I'm sorry, could could you repeat that?" He goes, "Gus, what he has built, meaning," and the guy was referencing Gus Bradley, the former head coach. Yes, and give Pete Carroll a lot of credit where he goes, "Well, I think what Gus Bradley is doing in San Diego or L.A., whatever the hell the right. Chargers play." I mean, that's a, that's he a was, bad one. He was not uh, douchey to the reporter. He was not. Which he could. That's have. a good dude right there. That was a good dude. And I don't know if you saw this, Jerry. I actually kind of felt on the side of Odell Beckham on this. He put out an Instagram video uh, showing his reactions on the sideline and Tom Brady's. Again, track record. Very similar, Jerry. It's not the same because you can't ignore all the other crap. It looked like like they'd show Odell come to the sideline, whip his helmet. That's fine if that's all it is, Al. Then Brady come to the sideline, whip his helmet. Our big week of December giveaways continues today and tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 